The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass. Go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. They'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very <laughs> yeah. much. Where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah. Working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and it's hour two of your favorite daytime sports talk show coming at you live from Calgary's entertainment destination, the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. In the, uh, it's the gateway to the Rocky Mountains, and uh, this is a, this is another day. It's the exact type of show I wanted. We have the Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Stampeders with us, Mark Stephen, a born and raised Calgarian from AM. 770 CHQR radio. He's getting all fired up for the CFL season, obviously, but as we said with Mark last hour, there are a ton of questions that have come in from our audience, and he's been gracious enough to answer them all. Yeah? Fire away. So we will get to the NHL. Gosh knows we covered a lot of it last hour. It'll come around again, but the big news today is the National Football League. The Aaron Rodgers watches on. They feel that today might be the day. As a matter of fact, this might be the hour that he announces his intentions. The star Green Bay Packers quarterback potentially going to the New York Jets. And John in Edmonton has a question. Why is Aaron Rodgers allowed to take Green Bay and the Jets hostage? You've been in pro football a long time, Mark. How do you feel about this situation? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. But, uh, you know, if the Packers uh, maybe want to move on from him a bit and they give him the... Uh, latitude to talk to the Jets. The Jets are a team that's uh, bordered on irrelevancy for a long time. They need to, you know, see if he's interested in coming there and uh, playing. So, uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I guess the more polite term would be leverage, and he's got it. He Power. Yeah. He's got leverage the power. And, power. and that's just yeah. it. So, uh, you know, uh, but I, I get why the Jets would be more than interested. I mean, you know, their list of franchise quarterbacks is it's pretty small. So uh, he'd instantly be one of the best the most accomplished players to play for them so yeah well gosh knows there's enough outlets talking nfl football but the you got to give them credit they're in the news and uh, the the actual breaking news of the day is that baker mayfield has signed a one-year deal with the tampa bay buccaneers a reported eight eight and a half million dollar deal and um your thoughts on that with, with everybody waiting on Aaron Rodgers this is going to slip under the radar but that's probably their starting quarterback this year I would think yep I would think so too it uh See how it goes. Uh, moving to a new era, I guess. Right? Well, it'll be the, hard to replace. I wouldn't be the one having to replace. That, that's Tom the issue. Brady. Is, 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 is yeah. going to suffer by comparison? But give it a shot. I guess you go where the work is sometimes, right? Yeah. And while we're on the topic, because we will swing it around to hockey in a moment. But um, Alex Singleton, Denver Broncos, you former Calgary St. Peter linebacker, Montana product, right? Montana State. Montana State. Denver Broncos. What was the figures on this? Uh, three years, $18 million, $9 million is guaranteed. So huge money for him, but he earned it. He, you know, he had a productive season, really good with the Broncos. And uh, as a result, he's a guy that is uh, going to get paid and make the big money. No idea what Philadelphia was thinking when they didn't tender him a contract, but too bad for them. Uh, you know, Alex has gone on to have a tremendous career and he's a tackling machine and uh, so wonderful to, to see it happen. He's uh, 
he was a great stampeder and a great CFLer for three years. Well, it was huge news in Canada, a murmur probably uh, in the USA, but he was the most outstanding Canadian in the CFL, yeah. right? And uh, he had his long, flowing yeah. brunette hair. And the thing I loved about Alex Singleton, and I called the games for Saskatchewan, he was playing for Calgary, you guys would come into our place and habitually win. And at the end of the game, he would be running around blowing kisses to the crowd, smiling ear to ear. He wasn't being a villain. He just loves to play the game of football. Exactly. Bingo. That comes through yeah. all the time. That, that you know, enthusiasm, that excitement comes through all the time. So no question that he's uh, very still revered here. I got to tell you what. He's Is that very, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just for the way he dove into things here. And plus, uh, working with his sister through Special Olympics and that. He did a lot of work here, does a lot of work with her online as well. So it's a, it's, it's quite a family. Really, really special yeah. guy. Yeah, he is. Um, so, well, hey, Peter Marr is going to be here tomorrow, the Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Flames. And Brent Munson of the Calgary Stampeders on Friday, their defensive coordinator. Um, but they want to talk to you about expansion. And I apologize... They're saying the NFL Network reporting no Aaron Rodgers update today. Good. <laughs> I'm tired of being held hostage by this guy. I'd rather talk about other things. Yeah. Uh, Jason says, what's Mark's view on the CFL expansion to potentially Halifax and Quebec City? Signed, Jason from Winnipeg. Mike Horgan watching in Toronto says the CFL will never expand past nine teams. Capital never and another from Ryan in Saratoga, New York, he says, is the league better off with all nine teams privately owned rather than a third of the league in public partnerships? So that's all about ownership and expansion. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would hope like heck the 10th team gets there, but this has gone on for decade upon decade upon decade. So, you know, here's the only thing. Could they expand the soccer stadium to be kind of a quasi-temporary facility? Maybe not a permanent. It worked in Vancouver for a year and a half with what they call Tempire when... Uh, yeah, it uh, was awesome, too. Basically. It worked. Yeah, yeah, it worked. And uh, so I, got, I just don't know why that technology couldn't move to Halifax. Um, would it be better if all nine teams were privately owned? You know, maybe. But uh, I guess there's just such a strong heritage of community ownership in the three cities, Edmonton, Regina, and Winnipeg. I, I don't see that changing anytime soon. So I guess we have no experience with the other side, so I don't know what it would be like to have a private owner of the Edmonton Elks. They just don't. Well, I talk about Aaron Rodgers holding the Packers and Jets hostage. I feel like the CFL and the CFL is holding us hostage on Halifax expansion talks because it's a waste of time, just like Aaron Rodgers dithering. I talked to a guy in Newfoundland yesterday, Mark, and he said the soccer team, you mentioned it, the Wanderers, are rocking. He said they're getting 10000 a game. That's not, not enough to pay CFL bills, but at least they're playing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's it going to take to push the ball forward? Yeah, that's a great question because, you know, they could expand the stadium and you mentioned about ownership. I don't know where it's going, but I, I'm kind of with you. I'm fed up talking about it. Let's get this done. Somehow, some way, who, who, I don't know who'd be responsible. I think it would be a hit, though. Ryan, of course, but they got to do it. Yep. <laughs> Quit talking. Ryan in Toronto says, I love getting Mark Stevens' take on the CFL. Always a great segment when Mark is on. Thank you. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Simavan, says that is the current situation that's on the table. They are looking at a temporary solution, possibly around SMU or in Moncton. Sure, but what I'm saying is the money guy that I know behind the schooners isn't even interested anymore. That it's taken too long. So they, they'll end up getting a stadium and then they won't have a team. It's always been the chicken and egg. Well, let's put the chicken ahead. Do it first and then see what happens. Build a stadium? Yeah. Because I agree with you. That's exactly been the dance that they've got. This is decades old. This is not last week, last month or anything. It's gone on for decades. So, you know, in Moncton Stadium, we I was there. I've been there a couple times, actually. Yeah, I think with uh, sufficient uh, additional seating, it would, it would work. Um, I'm not ignoring either a ton of questions that have come in here, and I'm trying to get to them all. I apologize uh, for those of you that if I don't, can I say this on the air? Um, you've heard you're way more plugged in in this town than I am, but I'd heard there's been two offers from Houston businessmen to buy the Calgary Flames. Haven't heard. I'm not saying it This was just this week of the saddle home. I heard it. I was at the Senators game the other day, but... Okay, Flames uh, yeah. arena situation. How about that? Go. Oh, just... They're talking. Speaking of talking. <laughs> Speaking of gumming an issue to death, that's what these guys are doing. It's at some committee events committee they meet always behind closed doors there's non-disclosure agreements we don't hear much 
it's same thing. Just quit show me. They quit talking about it. It's gone on and on and on. At least they got the mayor out of there. She was the biggest problem, but eventually it's going to have to be voted got on. Got her out of the talks. Yes. Yeah, she's yeah. still the well, mayor. She's still in but... office, yeah. 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 So she's out of the picture as far as the day-to-day talks and everything are concerned. So uh, we will see. It's not an issue that uh, is going to be resolved soon as far as I'm concerned. It's going to be talking and talking. and It just goes on. The city's backed into a corner because they've kind of uh, decided that that little area there is going to have an arena, so they've kind of painted themselves east of the current saddle dome, sort of more north, yeah, but, 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 but downtown, very, yeah. very, very close to the current one. A, a good uh, Noah Hannafin slap shot away, I suppose <laughs> it would be. So, well, do you ever envision a day? Uh, and by the way, Jeff, the Stamps fan says, Rod, are you in- suggesting the Flames are moving to Houston? I'm not suggesting anything, but just in the saddle dome the other night, and it was. Confirmed by somebody I trust that there have been offers from Houston business people to buy the Flames. That doesn't mean anything. People want to buy stuff all the time. That doesn't mean squat. But do you ever envision a day that the Flames aren't here, that maybe ownership wants to sell them, they're tired of the arena deal, or they couldn't get an arena deal, so the team left? Do you ever do you see that happening? I'd say it's way down on the list of possibilities, but I can't sit here and say it's out of the question. You know, someday they're going to have to resolve this issue, uh, you know, Here's the cold facts. The Flames do have a building, so they can continue playing there. But yeah. if the day comes when they don't think it meets their needs and uh, they're not going anywhere, sure, uh, why wouldn't you look elsewhere? I think. They're really in on the Aaron Rodgers thing, and they said right now, <laughs> I love that you're watching two shows at once. I couldn't do that. But they said all Aaron Rodgers is doing is talking about his darkness retreat right now, nothing about his uh, future. I will say this before we move on to tonight's games in the NHL because there are some big ones, but... It does help the arena talk discussion when the Flames are winning. I've been even here enough to know that last year when the Flames were winning the Pacific Division, it's very positive. I agree. I I agree with that. That certainly helps. Uh, You know, the vibe around the team right now is not great for the reasons we talked about earlier, that the team is just not in a position anybody envisioned them being in. You know, they've got to realize the strong probability is they missed the playoffs after uh, going to the second round last year. So now we'll wind it around to the hockey questions and discussion. I should mention World Baseball Classic. Are you following that at all? To a point. Yeah, uh, you're a baseball yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm following to a point. I, I can't say it's must-see, sit-on-the-edge TV, but I enjoy it. It's nice to see different countries in that. Uh, obviously, there's a handful of countries that can win it, so I kind of follow them. Of course, because there's you know limited rules and it's not the absolute best rosters you can put together, you know, there's pitch limits and that. That's kind of kind of limits it a little bit, but still, it's a, it's kind of an interesting concept anyway. Just one more on arenas and stadiums, I'll allow it. John in Edmonton wants to know the state of the football stadium talks in Calgary. It's even bleaker than the hockey arena. Okay. Without going through a lot of uh, you know local politics, it is owned by the University of Calgary, McMahon Stadium. It's on some valuable land for reasons known only to them. They just want to sit on it and do essential maintenance only. I think there's massive opportunity costs that they've lost, and that's where it is. Okay. Until the Board of Governors moves, it's sitting there. We do have a live studio audience, and they're yelling at us from the floor. What is it about the soccer stadium? Oh, they'd rather build a soccer stadium. Oh, that's, that's different people that built that. That's the Southerns. The Southerns. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice stadium, though. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, I go to as many games. I always forget about Calvary when we're talking about Calgary sports yep. teams. It's year-round. It's humming here. Yeah, they've got a... Cavalry have built a tremendous, uh, dedicated fan base. And, you know, we get caught up in the hockey teams. But let's not forget the other tenant at the Saddledome is the Calgary Roughnecks, who are one of the top draws in the National Lacrosse League as well. They've got a tremendous fanatical loyal base as well. You mentioned Saturday's game. Friday. Yeah, Friday, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jake. Anybody know Jake Hughes? Your dad's shaking his head. No, Jake. He says, sorry, this is news. And this is why people follow you, Rod. How about what? That? Aaron Rodgers, the arena? What? I don't, I don't know why they're following, but I'm glad that they are. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> I got to stop listening to paying attention to the audience because I had a point in my. Oh, last night, hockey game in Canmore. I said to Mark, one of the comments came out that there's too much hockey in Calgary. Wranglers aren't drawing well. The guy said there's too much hockey. I wouldn't think that would be a thing. Is that a thing? 
Uh, depends what you define as too much. Obviously, the Flames are at the top of the agenda on any uh, hockey fan. Hitmen have a fan base. It's, uh, you know, it's shrunk a little bit. Uh, the Wranglers, uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a struggle to get here, but I think they'll do well in the playoffs. I'll be candid with you. I think they'll do really well because they're in the playoffs and the big club won't be. Uh, the other levels really struggle. The junior A level, Canucks, uh, you know, they struggle two to three hundred a game. The most successful team right now in the city is the University of Calgary Dinos. They did come close to selling out their game against Alberta, but generally it's a small crowd there. So What's it hold? Huh? Well, how much? Uh, about 1,500. Okay. Yeah, uh, FTV? Father Bauer. Um, well, speaking of tonight's games, I do want to just mention NHL tonight, Buffalo at Washington. We can talk about all these teams if you want. Colorado at Toronto is very clearly the game of the night. Leaf fan? Leaf fan? How about... Uh, do you say Argos? He's working, but I think he's drinking. <laughs> Minnesota at St. Louis. Oh. Islanders at Anaheim. <clears throat> Two matinees in terms of our teams in Major League Baseball. The Atlanta Braves taking on Houston right now. and The Blue Jays facing Pittsburgh. NBA Raptors and Hawks are off. And in the dub tonight, here in... Did we even mention the Hitman? They got Lethbridge here yeah. tonight. God's team, the Regina Pats and Connor Bedard, welcome the Brandon Weekings in the Brand Center, 7 o'clock. Saskatoon at Swift Current, Victoria at Kamloops, and Kelowna at Prince George. We'll take a break now, and we will talk about all those other teams. I want to talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Did you know they've won five in a row? Is Rick Tockett going to be the guy? We'll get your thoughts on that. Leafs, whatever else comes up. And Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers, on the way as well. We're live from Calgary's entertainment destination, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, Telus Channel 924, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and WQEE The Key. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho. hi oh Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Back live at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. We're going to be here through the spring. Book your summer uh, getaway now at Gray Eagle because things are rocking. COVID is behind us. And we're live from the stage bar. There you go. Got people showing up to watch. It's growing. It's growing, Mark Steven, the voice of the Stampede. There's nothing wrong with talking sports, right? It's a lot of fun. Yep, they call this a they call this a job. Yeah, well, a lot of fun, lots Allegedly, of things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, from the audience before we well, we're kind of incorporating everything here. Doug Plagans, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers, had to postpone. Sounds like he might be on tomorrow. So apologies to the Panthers fans that are tuned in, but that's okay. We'll cover that. Can you stay an extra ten minutes? Yeah. Do you, okay, thank you, Mark Stephen, with us, the voice of the Stamps. Mark Zosel's watching in Melford, and he says the Game Plus logo must be set to Rod's Fitbit as it's beating to his heartbeat. I don't know about that. I can't see the Game Plus logo. Channel 924 on TELUS right now. Uh, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says it's a whole lot of nothing with Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee right now. There is no announcement today. Yeah, but sucked everybody in. You're watching. 
There's something to be said about that or also crying wolf. It works, I guess. Got us paying attention. You got it, yeah. And that show certainly would have had its highest rated day ever. Aaron in Edmonton says, if Calgary would rather build a soccer stadium, why not partner with the CPL, Canadian Premier League, and build a W stadium? I'm hoping for the BC Lions to do the same with Vancouver FC. Frankly, I thought all this talk would be pie in the sky 20 years ago. I really did. But now we got the stadium in Saskatchewan. you got the hockey arena in Edmonton. Arena's going up. Stadium. So, because it doesn't hurt to talk about it. Only one holdout. What, here? Calgary. Here. Yeah, yeah. And it's frustrating, isn't Very it? Very frustrating, yeah. Just specific to the gentleman's uh, question, the soccer facility is very far removed from the football stadium, so putting them together wouldn't work like physically. It's a quite a bit of a drive. And the soccer stadium is on Spruce Meadows ground, which also hosts equestrian events. So there's not really a lot of room for expansion there. You couldn't do it there, that's for no, sure. No, no, that's for sure. And I don't think the soccer team want to leave there, so here we are. They, the Southerns own the soccer team yeah. too, right? It's a pretty good deal for the Southerns and the team. Forever. It's all right there. It's yeah. all right there, yeah. Uh, BW in Edmonton says, I read that Connor Bedard doesn't eat any junk food. If so, that's discipline beyond his years. You'd be surprised. The athletes generally don't eat poorly at all. And somebody said to me once, I'd like Tom Brady's. We were watching the Super Bowl on a Mexico trip on the big screen at the resort. And a guy goes, I'd like Tom Brady's life. And I said, no, you wouldn't. You don't want to work out like him. You don't want to eat like him. That's what makes him him. Yeah. You know? Uh... Okay, I'll move on on all of that. Uh, I do want to talk about these NHL games tonight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a common question that comes in from our audience to our guests, and that is, how do you see the Eastern Conference playing out, A, and B, can the Boston Bruins be beaten? You want to take a swing at both of those? Well, they're the favorite in the East. I, I'm probably like a lot of people, I misread them. I thought that they'd... Uh reach the pinnacle in terms of where they were going to go because of their age, but they have really played well. Uh, no, I don't see them being beaten in the East. I, I just, there's some other teams that might take a swing at them, but I don't see them being beaten there, and they've they got to be pretty strong favorites to win the Cup. Who will they play against in the Stanley Cup Finals? That I can't say. Uh, you know, maybe Colorado pulls it together down the stretch. I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody else like Vegas bursts through. Maybe the Oilers burst through. I don't see a dominant team in the uh, West, uh, but, you know, you look at some of those polls and rankings, Often the top five teams are all in the East. That's going to be tough. I mean, Carolina, are they going to be knocked out easily? No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, Toronto, maybe they'll actually win a series or two. I don't believe they will, but you never know. Tampa, I'm not going to bet against Tampa, even though... I wouldn't. No. So, but still, Boston is my team. I don't have a favorite in the West right now. You know, what's interesting about that is in my time in the junior, we would always... Maybe take a run once a generation with the Pats or whatever. Or we would try. We never went anywhere. But then Brandon would be loading up with Kelly McCrimmon. Or one year it might be Saskatoon. I was like, would you just go away? We got something going here. This is an arms race mm -hmm. in the NHL East. I think there's at least six teams that you could see winning the Stanley yep, Cup. Or I, I could, could. Yeah. Right. And I, was, I was just shocked at the profile of players that were drafted just before draft day. Or trading deadline day. Wow. Huge names. That signals something to me. I'm not sure what it is, but again, it's like times change. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, if you go back to, well, I don't want to let you go without talking about Bo Levi being gone and that era being yeah. over here. We have to talk about that, but like Baker Mayfield signing in Tampa Bay today, it was your buddy Chris Jones who said, I think when he was leaving Sask, he goes, the days of guys staying in one place for a long time are gone. I don't know why that is. Is that a loyalty thing? A shorter contract thing? In most cases, the finances just make it worth your while to go somewhere. You know, that, that's, uh, I think, part of it. Uh, you know, uh, free agency and the player's ability to control their destiny is much greater than it ever was. So I just think those are part of it. Uh, you know, the era of, say, a Kobe Bryant playing 20 years with one team, that's gone. I don't to be some. Who, this, is, this always, they sit here, but I look at Michael Backlund and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, I think those are the two guys in the whole NHL. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've overlooked somebody. Maybe Stamkos that have played with a single team the longest. That's I was looking. I was watching both of those guys the other day. Backlund's been here for a long time. Uh, Nugent Hopkins having a really good year. 
Maybe Stamkos too. I don't know. I didn't. Would it predate 2010? Yes. It would, eh? Maybe not, not in Nugent Hopkins' case. He, but uh, Michael Backlund played, uh, yeah. There aren't many. No. I mean, I'm just sitting there thinking of like a Jonathan Taves, right? And, yeah, he's certainly and one. Kane's now gone. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, maybe Stamkos in Tampa. But, uh, you know, I haven't done the deepest dive, but uh, there are many. Well, okay. So you bring up a very favorite. I'm, I'm glad you're staying a little longer today because I've said this on the air before, who, but I don't want to get him in trouble as I repeat it. But Steven Stamkos came up for free agency a while back, and he considered signing with the Leafs, his hometown. And a guy said, a Leafs great. You might want to think about this, because in Tampa, you might be able to get away from it. You might be able to have a little anonymity. But in Toronto, yeah. your family's going to be all over you. The media's going to be all over you. And it, it, he stayed in Tampa for that reason. This is a story I heard. Maybe uh, somebody can correct me. But... When he came to Toronto for that exact reason, somebody got him to go into a room, and there was the mayor there. There was a guy from Canadian Tire. There was somebody else, and they said, "You got to sign. You got to sign." He just They're said his agent. Them. Yeah, that's exactly it. And that was before he'd been back in Toronto, at least you know, talk contract for about an hour. He said to his agent, I, "I'm not. I don't. I don't need this." So. You know, they had, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say Canadian Tire, but a major corporation. But just people, they're just bug eye that he came into the same and room as them. you could see that, couldn't you? Totally. I could see it. Totally. And he just said, I don't need this. Well, so yeah. let me um, come back on that then with uh, Matthew Kachuk or Johnny Gaudreau. Like, I can't speak for Gaudreau in Columbus. I don't know what's going on there. Although he did score the OT winner last night yeah. against San Jose. But in South Florida, Matthew Kachuk is rivaling... He might be the top athlete, period, save for Tyreek Hill and Tua. But more than any Marlin, and okay. as much as any Miami Heat, Matthew Kachuk, Mark, the guy that yeah. was here for six years. Six years. Yeah. Um, so do you think he got tired of the glare, or what's the deal? That he would go there and have a career year. Yeah. Actually, he had a career year here. Too, here, right? yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm not exactly sure. Um, you know, uh, we don't know the contract talks that were going on behind the scenes about an extension. Uh, was he looking more than the Flames were willing to offer? We don't know exactly all of that, but it's certainly a different market. Make no mistake. Yeah, he couldn't go anywhere. He was uh, certainly a guy that was in the spotlight all the time. I'm sure it played a role. I can't say it played nothing, but uh, probably more likely uh, contract talks than anything. Well, and I've never actually interviewed him so i don't know his personality at all but i think he would because i mentioned his popularity in the south florida area it's probably starting to get known there but maybe he'd like that i don't know yeah, he's no he's a pretty sharp articulate guy and of course he's been in a hockey environment his entire life you know with yeah. uh, dad so he, he knows what's going on i mean i don't know if you saw at the all-star break they were publishing there's some pictures that somebody dragged out of him and his brother as like three-year-olds hanging yeah. around uh, ovechkin at the at Ovechkin's first All-Star game, so it's kind of neat. So the point I'm trying to make is he's been in hockey dressing rooms, so he's familiar with things, uh, you know, from uh, the get-go. That's amazing, actually. Yeah. And now they're playing against him. Yep. Um, that is something. So it is, as you see, my breaking news bell: the start of the Bo Levi Mitchell less era in Calgary. That'll be a little weird. No, sure, or, yeah, you bet it will. I mean, he's one of the most accomplished and uh, beloved Stampeders ever. So, yeah, it is going to be weird. Because even last year when he wasn't playing, at least he was on the sidelines and, you know, people could see him. But uh, somebody else is going to be uh, wearing that number 19, I predict, this year. So, it's uh, no, it's uh, it will be quite a shock. It is quite a seismic change. I don't think we should understate uh, uh, the importance he had to this franchise. How do you think he'll fare in Hamilton? That's a great question. Um... You know, Hamilton uh, had a good team last year. I think Dane Evans lost his confidence. The whole team lost their confidence, at least in the first half. Can And they got it back, but can he help restore it? Uh, I'd like to think he could. Uh, I think Hamilton underachieved last year. Uh, is he still going to be on top of his game? Is he better than what they had last year? I'm going to say probably. So I think he'll do pretty good. They've got a good receiving core. they uh, they got to commit to some kind of a running game, but uh, that's another thought. But I think they're pretty talented. Well, in a break here, I said to you a lot's changed since we talked last, and probably the biggest in the West 
is obviously Bo Levi being gone because that was great cup mm -hmm. week that he was traded, but also Trevor Harris is now a Saskatchewan Rough Rider. I believe they're still your top rival yep. as a Stamps uh, guy. So what do you think that will do for Saskatchewan's chances? Good. I, I don't think it can hurt. I think Trevor Harris still has something left in him. They've gone out and got him some receivers as well. More importantly, Saskatchewan uh, placed a priority on signing offensive linemen. So I think it'll work out well for them. They'll be better, yes. Are they going to be good enough to make a dent deep into the playoffs? I'm not prepared to say that. But uh, Trevor Harris will certainly upgrade the position and I think, uh, you know, maybe level out some of the highs and lows the team experienced last year. It'll make so. them better. Yep. Basically oh, yeah. What you're yeah, I have no doubt about that. Well, while we're talking about it, I mean, and how we think guys will fare, how about Cody Fajardo win that Montreal Alouette situation? We'll see. Uh, I think he was a little underwhelming last year, so maybe he'll use that as motivation to get back on track there. Um, you know, they've lost a lot. We can't lose sight of that. But uh, well, let's wait and see what he does. Maybe a fresh start. We talked about uh, Matthew Kachuk and the fishbowl here for hockey, which I understand. Uh, maybe Cody, uh, I don't know if he wasn't ready or it uh, got to him a little bit, the constant pressure he was under there in Regina. Well, we talk about it a lot on this show the Leafs pressure in Toronto. Yep. I've experienced the Flames pressure in Calgary and just imagine a town of 225,000, a fraction of the size. Yep. You would think exponentially more the pressure, I would totally, think. Totally, I right? agree. Like, what did you see from Cody watching from over here? He didn't deal with it well, and he'd admit that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, I also saw, you know, he did uh, maybe he wasn't on the same page with his receivers number two though he was often running for his life maybe he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do because he didn't feel comfortable so uh, probably it's better for him and maybe for the rough riders just to have a change and uh, see what the new season brings with uh, trevor harris but no i think it was a pretty good signing by saskatchewan we are uh, live on game plus television and wqee got a break coming up there's a note for our uh, producers in toronto Regina and Atlanta. Uh, Doug Plagans will not be with us today, the radio voice of the Florida Panthers. He sends his regards, but will be with us uh, soon, maybe as quickly as Thursday. Tank in Esteban writes that he says, the Rough Riders are going to win the West. You heard it here first. Good. They're laughing in the crowd. I say it's a little early to be drinking. Don't you think, Tank? In the day? Well, it's the first time I've heard it. Uh, <laughs> first time I've heard it. <laughs> the, though it's Saskatchewan to finish first. Uh, I got it. Winnipeg is the team to beat. Saskatchewan uh, should concentrate on making the playoffs, which I do not believe is a certainty. Right? Yeah. Well, let's just wind this CFL section up in a minute of uh, the Edmonton Elks. We have a lot of viewers up there. They got to be better, don't they? Yes, they do. And I think, you know, I think they made some good free agent signings. Uh, obviously, they got the big guy, uh, receiver Lewis, said to come there. And, uh, you know, Chris Jones found some players the last uh, part of last year. Uh, two things, they just got to win at home to show their home fans. And, you know, and Chris Jones, I know he likes to evaluate talent and tinker. And I, I get it. And he evaluates. But they, they've got to develop some stability there. They just can't have a perma training camp going on where players are coming and going all the time. Uh, you know, I know you have to upgrade positions if you aren't happy, but uh, somewhere down there, they've got to they've got to uh, keep some players and uh, work through some issues. And maybe he's got his guys. We'll we'll find out. But that that would be the two things to me. Are they going to win more than four games? Yes. How many more? Not prepared to say. I honestly thought because he was doing that exact same thing in Saskatchewan that he would have maybe learned from it and done something differently. Nope. He's doing the exact same thing. Right. Yeah, and you know, it's, I get the thoroughness, and you know, he certainly is, and he's a tenacious worker. Nobody outworks him. I would say that, uh, but I will just say that uh, you know, keep going to you know seven different camps to find a guy that can do the forty point zero one seconds better. Is it worth it? Well, yeah, and to bring him yeah. up, and uh, you know, I I don't know, but. Uh, he knows the culture of the dressing room better than I do. Uh, all I can say is uh, the Elks will be better. Uh, it's funny that their best football was played as far away as you can get from Edmonton last year, and they saved their worst for Edmonton, so uh, we'll see. Speaking of Edmonton, former Eskimos Elks. No, I guess he was Eskimos coach. Jimmy Elizondo, I'm losing my track of years here. In the news in the XFL, we should talk about that league when we come back. I'm okay. sure you're watching. And we'll update the poll question, too. Which landmark cinema's movie should I be going to tonight here in Calgary? Because there's several great ones in theaters now.
We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Also live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE 99.1 FM. All right, welcome back live to the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, a live studio audience. And I appreciate Clark telling us this, and the comments are coming in like crazy. We have breaking news. Did you hear that, Mark, Stephen, the voice yep. of the Stampeders in the break? Aaron Rodgers has declared officially today that he intends to play for the New York Jets in 2023, and that did not take long. Jennifer from the Four Seasons has written in. Uh, there's a lot of reaction here. She's was or is a Packers fan, but she says, for sale one Aaron Rodgers jersey <laughs> it's done he's leaving Green Bay and at some point did we not think this was going to happen yeah I think uh, it seemed he'd been butting heads with management there and you know uh, he's had some success there but not at a Tom Brady level so uh, you know I'm not saying he's bad or anything I'm not saying he couldn't return to Green Bay but maybe it was time for both sides to go their own way and, and as we said the Jets are desperate to be relevant in that market I mean and in the NFL well, let's just examine it for a moment. And, hey, that is one heck of a friendship between Aaron Rodgers and Pat McAfee that he would announce it on that show live. Very much. The yeah. highest viewers I'm sure he's ever yeah. had. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm just trying to decipher what the viewers are saying about this. This is a seismic shift in the NFL landscape, man. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. franchise quarterbacks like that, there aren't a lot of them in the National Football League. I'm sitting here thinking what that does to the AFC East. The Patriots and Mac Jones, the Dolphins and Tua. And Buffalo. Well, oh, the Bills, obviously. I mean, the Bills. Well, it just make yeah. the, it just, it can't hurt the Jets. It, you know, they've always, how, when's the last time you actually thought about the New York Jets? Never. In a championship uh, level. It's been decades. The, you know, it really Name has. of days, really. Well, yeah. Almost. Almost, yeah. Okay, uh, well, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says, Intent is one thing. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, he says he wants to. You're familiar with criminal intent? There's a TV show about it. Intent is a serious thing. Stephen in North Dakota says, Will Aaron Rodgers' Green Bay gear be burned soon? You'd have to ask Packers fans. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, Stacy from Access World Headquarters says, hopefully he doesn't send any pics to any female reporters a la Brett Favre. You stop it. That's in the past. Uh, Jake Hughes says, don't sell or burn jerseys. That's a lot of money. A, and B, treasure the time with him. It was his prime years. Well, we can, oh man, now, at least we have a decision, I guess, I guess. Now it's going to be up to the teams to work out a deal. We believe that that's the easy part of all this, right? I'm sure there's a lot of work that's going on already. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure when he makes an announcement like that, his intention is just to walk into their facility and just pick up a pen. I, I, I can't imagine they're going to be sitting there haggling over things. Well, if we want to sit and talk about spurned fan bases, or for that matter, spurned players, who's the player that left Calgary all time any sport that the fans left felt most spurned by uh, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot yeah, like, I'm just gonna say I'm trying to think uh, like Goudreau and Kachuk would be small players, yeah, I would think compared well the other one that left under very bitter circumstances was Joe Neuendijk yeah. Way back when. It was a trade for him. Yeah, right? he forced it for a trade, didn't come to camp, a whole bunch of things. There were a lot of acrimony there. So that might be the one that was the most acrimonious long time ago. Although uh, Goudreau certainly heard his share of booze here when he came back. He would be very close. But I guess I'm just trying to think. That would probably be, uh, you know, if it's not um, Johnny Goudreau, it might be Joe Neuendijk. And as I say, that led to the trade for Jerome McGinn. It did work out for everybody in the end, but at the time, Joe Neuendijk created a lot of acrimony. Those splits can be tough to yeah, go through at so, the yeah. time. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And, of course, Neuendijk, uh, looking back, he wouldn't regret it for one second. Want to stand no, and, and you know, and it's a trade that is the oldest cliche in the book that worked out for both teams. Got Dallas a Stanley Cup, giving them a second center. And Jerome McGinley is the, you know, was uh, acquired in the trade, and he's the greatest uh, forward uh, skater in Flames history. 
You be thinking about that, Kevin, the medium. Who is the Vancouver player, whether it be BC, Lions, Canucks, or whatever, that left was the most felt left the fans the most spurned in city history? Oh, you think? What do you mean go like this? You're a Canucks fan? <clears throat> oh, oh, it's easy. Who? No, you save it. Kevin the Medium coming up next. Save it. Some suspense there. Well, listen, I know that, Nelson. There are some events. He writes in and says, Riders, Henry Burris. Yeah. And what isn't fair about that is people don't know the story. Yeah. And at this point, it's been so long, they don't even really care anymore. I say, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. that. No, but the point is he didn't want to leave. Yeah. Well. I mean, it, it worked out great for him. Yeah. That's just it. It didn't so. really work out great for Saskatchewan, but I... Yes, for sure. Uh, Craig Smith, you know Smitty, yep. football guy, yep. our director of scouting watching. He says, uh, regarding the Jets, Rex Ryan days, two AFC championship appearances in a row. Yeah, they, I do Good remember point. they were a couple of those. Though. Yeah, they, they have had some relevance. So I guess I forgot about the championship. I've thought of one of them. I guess I forgot about the other. But anyway, their history is not one filled with great success. It's a fascinating business um, because I'm just thinking of up the road in Edmonton where we have a lot of viewers. I mean, the Gretzky thing comes up all the time. And here again, you remember the time. He didn't want to leave either. But when he did come back for the first time, as an L.A. King, he got booed. And I was so upset because I was a Gretzky fan. I mean, when owners get involved, it really does muddle things up. Yeah, and the business and money and comparables all start to weigh in. It's... Uh can be pretty awkward and ugly at times, for sure. Well, Mark, enjoy the hockey and football trail and whatever else is keeping you busy. Hopefully we can do it again soon. I hope so, too, and uh, look forward to it. The voice of the Stampeders, Mark Stephen. And a special guest coming up next, Kevin the Medium. He's here. He's live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. If you got your questions for Kevin, you want to do some? <laughs> yeah, we're having fun today at the Great Eagle Resort and Casino live on Game Plus Television. We'll be right back. YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Because it's a heave-ho. hi oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. All right, one last time. It is overtime here live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. And listen, before we bring in our next guest, our poll question today, I have not been updating it, and I should as much as normal. Uh, it is for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center and profiling another one of our wonderful sponsors, Landmark Cinemas, which flick at Landmark Cinemas should I attend tonight? Four options. Where did they all go? Do, 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 do. Here we go. Scream 6, Cocaine Bear, Avatar, or Creed 3. And leading the way on Twitter with 54% of the vote, Cocaine Bear. What are they saying on YouTube, uh, Clark? How about that? Cocaine Bear, Cocaine Bear it is. We have a winner. Now, speaking of winners, you people that our regular viewers and listeners of the show know Kevin the Medium. He is a medium. He's like the Long Island medium, but he's not on Long Island. He's in Airdrie, Alberta. Welcome to the program. We, guys, he, yeah, there you go. There he is. You yeah. see yourself? And I don't I don't have the hair the Long Island medium has either. <laughs> not yet. You could. I, I could grow long, get yeah. the flow going. This is the guy, Kevin the medium. <laughs> he's become one of my closest friends. We haven't even known each other a year. And nope. it's an interesting story as to how uh, we met and... Uh, but that's not important. You're a sports fan, and you do host a podcast with your son, Jake. We'll get to all of that. But I want your take on the breaking news. This has come down just on my phone now. Breaking news from USA Today. Aaron Rodgers says he wants to play quarterback for the New York Jets. Blames the Packers for the holdup in the trade. And from Sportsnet, breaking news, Aaron Rodgers says he intends to play for New York Jets next season. This is what's awesome about daytime sports, Kevin, is being able to break it down on the fly. Right as it happens. Yeah, and I just, I personally, A, I was tired of Aaron Rodgers taking so long to make his decision. 
if he's to be believed, and I have no reason to think he isn't, it's like he's just been tap dancing here, waiting for today to announce that he's going to New York. That's the sense that I got. I'm sure he knew when he went into that dark room that he went into for, what, four days he was in a dark room? I'm sure he knew by then that he was where he was going to go and what he was going to do. Parts of four days, by the way. <laughs> it and wasn't a whole It wasn't four the entire days. four days, no. But even if it was, whatever. And maybe that came to him, but I... Um, because of what you do when you're a spiritual guy. A lot of people are bashing him for doing that. I know people who have gone on silent retreats before. Uh, you met uh, my son-in-law, Chris, and yes. Dana. Dana goes on a silent retreat once a, once a year where they go for a weekend. No words are spoken for a whole weekend. So it's not uncommon nowadays. No. It's becoming more mainstream. Well, but as we know, people mock what they don't understand. Yes. Or they mock what's strange or new to oh, them. Yes, of course. Right. I get it all the time, right. of course. And my answer to everybody is I'm not here to prove to you what I do is real because I know it's real. I don't need to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Craig, our director of scouting, Right, so he says, great chat with Mark Stephen. The time flew by. Could listen to you too for a while. Thank you, Smitty. I appreciate it. Mark and I hit it off and always have over our time in the CFL. Stephen from North Dakota has a question for you. Hello, Stephen. He says, Kevin, will the Atlantic Schooners play before the Minnesota Vikings win a Super Bowl and, <laughs> and Vancouver <laughs> wins the Stanley Cup? I'd like to think he's joshing, but... <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> What do you? What does the powers that be when it comes to sports yeah. questions? I, I know the answer to this. I'm just asking you for fun. What do they do? You know, I would love to be able to say I can predict um, sports and who's going to win what and when the schooners are going to play. If I did, I would be rich because, as you know, I've made predictions in the past and it didn't go yeah, so no, well. No, especially with your own team. I'm like, you should just stop. I can, I have to cheer for my own team. I cannot bet against them, even the Canucks. I will still put money on them. Did I mention they won five in a row? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I just wanted to make sure. Not here, but you did to me about five <laughs> times today. And for our viewers, uh, we're live on TELUS Channel 924 all across British Columbia. You're an original Vancouver guy, which makes you a Lions fan, a Canucks fan, and a Seahawks fan. That is correct. I grew up blocks away from the old Empire Stadium, the old Coliseum. Right, huh? Yeah, like within a mile. East Van. East Van. Yeah. East Van boy. I know the area well. Yeah, moved out, left there when I was, uh, I guess, 16. Mm -hmm. Moved out to Coquitlam. So, I'm not going to leave you hanging. I said, who's the one guy? Now with Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay, and you know fans are going to want to burn the jerseys and all of that. These splits are very ugly. Always. Who is the guy in Vancouver sports history that left the fans feeling spurned? Well, probably the, the first one that came to my mind was Trevor Linden. Is and that right, not, not that people were mad at Trevor Linden. It was when Trevor Linden left and they brought in Mark Messier. And I forget what year that was. You probably know. Your memory is way better than mine. Late 90s? Yeah. I'd have and, to look it up. But I mean, we didn't make the playoffs. Messier left. We brought back Linden. We made the playoffs again. Um, the fans were, didn't hate Linden, obviously. It was more they hated the franchise for doing what they did. How do you feel about the fact that they have won five in a row? Because you would like to see them be in the Bedard sweeps. I am definitely on team tank for Bedard. <laughs> um, this is the first year I can honestly say that I've been cheering for them to lose. And it's really funny watch, um, when I'm sitting on the couch and I usually have it on my phone, the, the, the updates, and I'll be cursing when they, when they score. And Allison just laughs at me now because she's like, what are you doing? Yeah. They're winning. And I'm like, yeah, but they shouldn't be. There's no chance they're going to make the playoffs. It's, they're going to be mediocre for the rest of our And have existence. been forever. <laughs> well, it's really, yeah. 2011 was the last team that I could honestly say had a chance. Crazy, crazy times in sports right now. Kelly writing in here in overtime from the Queen City, and he says, hey, sports news is saying the Dallas Cowboys are going to release running back Ezekiel Elliott. And me, as a Cowboys fan, sitting here saying, good. <laughs> I didn't like... I didn't like when he held out, went to Cabo and skipped training camp a number of years ago and got his money. I feel like they always do eventually get paid. 
you know? And then what has he done since? What the heck did you hear about Ezekiel Elliott all year in the NFL this year? Well, see, nothing. Tony Pollard's the guy. And I don't follow this NFL as much, obviously, yep. as I do the CFL and the NHL. Uh, but you're still a fan. I'm still a you're fan. You're still an irrational fan. Irrational fan. No, I'm a passionate fan. You're How irrational. many times do I got to tell you that? Darren in Utah regarding Aaron Rodgers now going to be going to the New York Jets. And my guess is within 24 hours, he'll be a Jet. Darren says that time in New York, sorry, that time in the dark room may look familiar if he doesn't win soon with the Jets. <laughs> I can see him getting crunched and being in the dark room. Um, Ryan in New York. Great show, Rod. Have a great day, everyone. Enjoy whichever sports you watch tonight. Ryan did write in earlier with an apology. And before he goes, I want to... He says, sorry if I'm getting my jimmies up today, Rod. As a Jets fan, I've been sold a lot of hope over the last 40-plus years. Last minute of play on the RP show. Uh, you say whatever you want. It's cool, man. It's, uh, we don't get offended here. Just a plug for what you do in a minute, less than a minute, and your podcast. We, Jake and I have a podcast that we call the Hughes Sports Podcast. Uh, we go live every Thursday at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, you can figure out what time that is your, where you are. Um, and like Rod says, we're rational fans. We just have fun with it. And we, it's, it's something Jake's always wanted to do, and he kind of brought me into it. We're having a blast doing it. The Hughes Sports Podcast. Look it up on YouTube, and uh, it's BC and Vancouver Sports. That primarily, is correct. Right, yeah, yes. so very uh, focused, very specialized, and very, very good. Thanks for everything you do for me, man. Thank Appreciate you. It, Kevin the Medium, you met him, finally. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, the New York Jet. What a day. We'll see you back here tomorrow, noon Eastern, on Game Plus TV, live from Grego Resort and Casino, and WQEE, the key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>